recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com. It ain't the same thing, I forgot to change this back, I think. Yep, that needs to... God damn it. What are you doing? Man, my computer is slow tonight. Come on. That needs to be Soundflower. That needs to be Soundflower. Now you should hear things. I know that the audience heard it, but you should hear it too. I only hear you. Is that better? Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com. Where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, hey everybody. Hi, Insane Ian. This week, the, the part of the great Luke Ski will be played by Insane Ian. It's me for some reason. <laughs> Yay. Your hair isn't blue. No, my hair is not blue. My hair is also... Mostly not here for some reason. I I got a haircut and they took more of it than I wanted them to take. <laughs> well, at least That's it was fine. only your hair and not something else. Yes, at least my head is smaller, but now look weirdly shaped. So, you know, <laughs> I normally have a very round Charlie Brown head and now it's it's sort of oblong and pointy in weird places. I'm like Sputnik. Sputnik, yes. Spherical, but quite pointy in places. <laughs> All right, let's let's do the thing. My thing is, let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up, hey, what? No, oh, he's right. Yes, Luke is off visiting family and friends in uh, Wisconsin for the next couple of weeks. So, Insane Ian will be filling in for us. Thank yes. you, Ian. You're welcome. It's why I'm here, apparently. You're the fill-in Luke Ski. <laughs> I'm the, the fill-in Luke, fill Luke Ski. Which, or the which is a Luke weird ski. thing to say, considering <laughs> certain circumstances. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm here filling in for Luke. Uh, that is why he bailed and didn't show up, as the theme song says. Uh, but yeah, so what you been up to, Devo? Um, well, uh... Oddly, I started watching The Quest, that ABC show that Bonnie Gordon was on. <laughs> Eight years ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, as I was stuffing Fump CDs, I needed something to watch. And I was I, I, I have been watching, you know, trying to catch up on Stranger Things and all the other shows that I watch and whatnot. But we, they had just started talking about The Quest online. And I replied, I'm like, is this available to stream anywhere? And, and Bonnie and one other person said, just go to ABC.com. You can stream it. And I went, oh. So I've started watching it. I'm like four or five episodes in so far, and I'm digging it. It's 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 a reality show. It's fine, but it's a reality show. It's fine. Yeah, I, oh, I no, appreciate. That, that I appreciated that they didn't like. At least so far, they've portrayed Bonnie as Bonnie and haven't tried to like direct her to be something she's not or make fun of her to be a bigger nerd than she is or something like that. You know, because these reality shows are very often far from reality you know yeah yeah agreed uh they they tend to be like sort of semi-scripted reality and yeah. i'm glad this is like real reality ish i mean considering what it is the quest, yeah i mean it's it, it's somewhat scripted there's a storyline you know yeah. but you know at least 
at least Bonnie is Bonnie. I can't speak for the rest of the people there. I don't know if they've, you know, ham-fisted any of the other people, but at least Bonnie is Bonnie. Like, we all know Shoebox doesn't drive around shouting at people with a megaphone going, Pac-Man! You know, that, like, he doesn't do that. <laughs> right, no, that was absolutely uh, hyper-centralized for television. Right. Um, sensationalized, not yes. centralized. That's different. That would That's, that's a different a diff- Pac-Man. That's, that's, that's on Spice TV, yes. not on... Uh, VH1. Yes. Remember the Spice Network? I, remember I, I that do was remember thing? the Spice Network. I remember it being very wiggly. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so we all never got the Spice Channel, and clearly no one paid for that. It was all wavy, and you were trying to see things. Yes. And occasionally you could. It was occasionally. <laughs> occasionally you caught a boob. Yep. See, this is what <laughs> life was like before the internet, people. Yes. <laughs> wavy, wiggly, distorted boobs. That's all we had. And we liked it. I don't know. It's fine. Um, other things. Um, for the, uh, anyone else who is going, uh, I will be in Chicago over Labor Day weekend for Worldcon. I've officially been finally accepted to Worldcon. Um, nice. So I happen to live in Chicago, so that's a neat thing. Neat. Maybe we can hook up and, like, hang out. That would be a good time of things. Yes. things of time. Good. Um... And the other thing I did was I had my acting class on Tuesday night. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the podcast. I started taking acting classes a few weeks ago. And um, so we did monologues the other day. And uh, the teacher had us, the first thing we did was he had us go up in front of the room and tell a story that was like embarrassing, um, mortifying, or sad, really depressing. But it couldn't be true. It had to be something we made up. Um, and so, so I, I made up something that was partially true for me and partially true for somebody else about like sneaking error codes into software and then having the client find it and getting all pissed off and threatening to sue my employer and blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) so that went pretty well. And then they gave us a script for a monologue that we had like 10 minutes to practice. And then we had to, you know, get up in front of the class and and give it and the, the teacher knows I'm I do comedy so he gave me a, a rather funny one about a um a guy who is talking about living his dream his childhood dream of becoming an ice cream man and it turns out he hated it after he actually tried um and it was pretty funny and and I think I did pretty well in that you know it got laughs in all the right places from the rest of the class so that was good and then he gave us another script which we have to memorize this week so that we can go and perform it next week without the holding the piece of paper and you know constantly doing this um ah, memorization my favorite part of acting <laughs> yes i haven't tried it yet we'll see how this goes but um this this one this monologue is like sad and depressing so mm. i think he wants to see if i can actually act other than comedy so yep that's that's always always the the true test when I was taking uh, acting in, in college, I remember everybody knew me as the funny guy. And when I did a serious scene for one of our final projects that year, uh, everybody came up to me and went, wait a minute, I didn't know you could actually act. I did, wait, you, you're not, it was not funny and you made me sad and I'm not used to that. Comedians get no respect for their talents. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like how many actors like comedic actors were not taken seriously until they did serious roles. I mean, Robin Williams, um, Bruce Willis was a comedic actor before he was an action star. Jim Carrey, um, Robin Williams. I say Robin Williams already who there was somebody else I was thinking of. There's an, Oh, um, uh, he was on bosom buddies, Tom Hanks. 
Tom Hanks, yeah. You know, or, and Peter Scolari. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> amazing actors, and yeah, you know, because and they Tom choose Hanks to be funny, it's like, actor. oh, they can't act; they're just being silly. That's just fart jokes, you know. Yes, it's just yeah. anybody. Anybody can do that. Yeah, try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, what have you been up to, Ian? Actually, very similar things. Uh, I just finished an acting class here in Chicago. I've been, for those of you who, who don't know, I've been an actor for almost 40 years. Uh, 35 years plus, I've been an actor, and uh, I've been taking some courses here in Chicago to brush up on stuff. Mostly, I've been doing uh, on-camera acting classes. I've been in Unit 2 on-camera acting, and I uh, just finished that up a couple weeks ago. Um, memorization is usually not a focus in these classes. Memorization is usually not an issue for me. I had two auditions come up recently. Uh, I had an audition for <laughs> playing a crackhead in something. and That uh, I want to see. <laughs> right? Me too. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, I haven't heard back from it, so I don't... I, I had a callback the day after I, I turned in the first self-tape, and then they asked for an accent for it. And possibly the accent wasn't what they were looking for. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm an actor, I'm used to rejection. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also had a voiceover audition for a video game recently uh, that I'm waiting to hear back from, which I'm, I'm fingers crossed on that one. Uh, but I haven't heard back from either of them. Not sure if I'm going to hear back from them, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, mostly just doing auditions and, and, and you know, I'm going to take another, uh, the next level in the on-camera acting because I'm really trying to, to get more work out here in Chicago doing the stuff. I, I haven't done stage acting since 2014, well before I moved to Chicago. I moved to Chicago in 2016, so last stage work I did was in Baltimore. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I've been doing mostly being an extra here in Chicago, so I'm you know working on getting an agent again or an, an agency here in Chicago to try to get some more screen work and whatnot. Uh, working on the resume, headshots, all that good shit. Um, but other than that, uh, this weekend is NPC, Nerdcore Party Con, which is uh, here in Chicago, and I will be attending that. Uh, I am not performing, but I am uh, VIP, checking out all the artists and everybody, talking to them. Bone Cage is going to be there, so I'm going to finally meet Jeff in person. Nice. Uh, and uh, Stupendium was supposed to be there. Uh, who won uh, the Logan Award last year, or this year, won the Logan Award this year for Outstanding Comedy Music Video for Vending Machine of Love, but caught COVID, like, days before they were supposed to leave, which sucks. They are a little broken up about it, to say the least, mm. uh, which I would be too. Um, but, you know, it's going to have a bunch of the uh, the YouTube nerdcore artists uh, who do the anime raps and the video game stuff and things like that. And that's going to be in Chicago this weekend. Also, C2E2 is the same weekend, so it's hella nerd shit all happening at once. Um, but, you know, beyond that, working on secret songs. Secret songs? Ooh. Yes. Nice. Um, and, of course, the videos I do every week. But yes. Quick video game talk. Have you, yeah. have you played the new Mario Kart uh, courses? I haven't yet. I haven't had a chance to get the DLC yet. I've been, I I, I get sucked into everything on on PS5. So like I've been playing the Quarry, <laughs> which if you haven't played the Quarry, you would like to play the Quarry. Okay. The Quarry's got fucking Ted Raimi and Ooh. uh and David Arquette and Lance Henriksen and Ethan Supley and all these other actors. 
digitized into the game. Uh, and it's by the same people who did Until Dawn and who are doing the Dark Pictures anthology games. Uh, it's it's set at a summer camp. It's awesome. You'd love it. Nice. Uh, I want to do a song about it. It's great. Uh, so if you haven't checked out The Quarry, it's on PC, but it's also on PS4, PS5, all that shit. Um, Xbox, etc. Um, not on Switch, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, everything else. Uh, highly recommend uh, but yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to play the new Mario Kart courses yet. Although I technically have played them because they're just carries over from the other Mario Karts. Well, <laughs> so, there's there's new there's new ones too. Um, in no, in the, there, in the there's like brand new courses yes. in it because everyone I saw was like, this is the one from the Wii, this is the one from the GPA. This yeah, is the the, the, the first Super batch Wii. of eight courses that they released had one new one, and they just released another batch of eight today. I think um, that has another brand new brand new one. Hmm. So, Neat. but the uh, I hadn't heard that. yeah, like like so like before the show tonight, I was upstairs playing, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> and do you remember the Nintendo sixty four version of um, Mario Kart with those courses, the yeah. uh, the desert one with the train? Yeah, they updated that. That's one of the ones that it, that that just dropped today in the in the new batch of courses, and they actually force you to go through the tunnel with the train now so nice. <laughs> like as you going over like the first time you go over the track normally and then the second time there's this like curve ramp that sh like shoots you into the the train the track and then you go into the tunnel while the train is coming the other way <laughs> so uh the that level the train especially the train part is in the backing video i did for playing mario kart that that luke wrote yes for the video game medley that i did uh, the backing video has that that level in it in the video, so nice. I'm very familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very cool stuff. All right, um, we should talk about music because that's why we're here. Songs. Oh yeah, uh, this is not just two friends catching up. This is an actual <laughs> podcast. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, so our first song this week is by. I'm going to do two D six first because I was actually able to record an interview with them. So that this will. We'll play their song and then do the interview. I was not able to schedule anything with Balonium, unfortunately. So we can just talk about him behind his back. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so here is uh, Ghost Ride the Wiener Toilet Grief by 2D6, followed by an, an interview with 2D6. Once again, filling out their SEO qualifications. <laughs> yep.
I'm here with 2D6. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> we didn't answer your question, and we pretended like we had that planned. We both did the same. Yeah, hey. that was that was neat. You both had the <laughs> exact same thing at the exact same time. Yeah. We, it's I, almost like you've been working together for a long time. Yeah, like we've known each other for two decades. Yeah. Yum. Yum. <laughs> Why the fuck did we do that? There's no explanation for any of this. <laughs> Uh, how are you? I'm good. Good, good. I'm frantically busy and have too much to do and not enough time. And you yeah, know, yeah. I can't mm. believe you just got home and you set up a Zoom meeting with us. Yes. We are, we're honored we're to be to be part of your day. <laughs> so tell us about this song that you posted. Uh, this song that we what is the name of the song? Do you remember, Cliff? No, I, I can do. look it up if you, you need no, to. No, we got it. We, of course, know what the name of the song is. It's Ghost Ride the Wiener. Toilet Grief is, of course, what the name of the song is. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, well, it is, uh, it's a song about the moon. Yeah. So there was a meme that I saw and instantly fell in love with. It was a screen cap of a Twitter post where someone from uh, took Frank Sinatra's Fly Me to the Moon and they wrote, fly me to the moon. Let me kick its fucking ass. Let me show it what I've learned in my moon jujitsu class. And I've been obsessed with it. Like, I adored it. Apparently, at some point, they got like kicked off of Twitter. I don't know why. <laughs> it's threatening. Maybe. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, the moon got them banned. Yeah. Legit. But the moon one... has power. It, it's got it's got Paul. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need to take it down. Yeah. On the inside. It's true. And then of course, because you fell in love with that, you completely stripped it of all of its context. I sure all did. of it just stripped the Frank Sinatra out of it. I I properly appropriated it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and... but yeah, I was drunk in a discord call one night <laughs> and we were playing games and i'm just like stuck stuck can we do this as a song and you were just like yeah sure buddy <laughs> well, and it's funny because i sort of remember that but then i i stumbled onto the meme like as we were like three-fourths of the way done with the album and i sent it to you like hey bud i think you plagiarized and you I'm were like, like yeah no, yeah and i told you about this when we came up with it and like you know it's interesting because like i guess you did i mean you took the meme format mm -hmm. where, where does public if somebody puts a joke out there 
and then you remix the joke. I mean, how, how far does remix culture go? Listen, meme culture in of itself is just a form of modern Dadaism. Taking this song, and take, well, taking that meme and making it into the song is, I would say, as culturally impactful as Duchamp taking a urinal and turning it on his Jesus back. Fucking and I will go down as that. You can dox me about this. You can dox <laughs> Charles Wolfong. Oops, maybe we should bleep that. No, it's fine. Or is, <laughs> it, is it fine? <laughs> this joke is just running into everything I do now. Yeah. I've been making a joke about th threatening people to dox me. Oh, interesting. God, it's so easy. Why would you threaten that for yourself? Because no one can do to worse to me than I've already done for myself. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Hi, I Tom. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, we're just doing the, the 2D6 talk to each other. We've been recording commentary for our album all night. And so we are just still in uh, talk to each other mode. And uh, That's fine. You can, yeah. you can Your commentary can spill onto this. Or if, <laughs> if you want, you can include this conversation in your commentary. And We may just, because our song for album eight that we are commenting on is this Ghost song. Ride the Wiener, Toilet Grief. So uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll probably hit all the same notes, you know. <laughs> But yeah, so Cliff came up with the idea for the song and said, we can do this. And then did did you just sit, like sit down and go, oh, God, now I got to write a verse about this? Well, I mean, that is typically what the process is in the other direction. Yeah, it's typically me just not even asking, telling Cliff, like, hey, we're doing a song about having sex with the Skeksy from the Dark Crystal series and him going, I don't know anything about Dark Crystal. And me going, too bad, loser. You get better in. get on Wikipedia real quick. But <laughs> so, yeah, this was honestly because this album was like during the time when obviously there was a worldwide pandemic, but also like I had had a child. And so like, I was kind of disconnected. I was like, I want to make another album, but like, I don't know if I have the motivation or the time or the resources. So Cliff took a lot of the reins and just kind of like, Hey, we're doing a song about this. We're doing, he, he took over my role and which was fine. I was, I was happy to be led a little bit. Uh, yeah, and so uh, I had a lot of, of fun ideas about uh, different ways that we could fuck up the moon. What he means by this is I just don't have much to do with my time and came up with a <laughs> lot of ideas, which equated to about half of the ones we used on here, because that's kind of that is taking reins for what we do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this is, a, you know, to each according to their ability <laughs> right now. And uh, you had a lot more time than I did, I think, in the past uh, couple of years. So but now, you know, my child is older. He's off to college and I will have plenty of time to write. Tell you to write garbage for the next CD6 album. That so. man, that kid grew up fast. Yeah, he's got uh, Jack syndrome. So he's just fucking mm. up and out of here. Yeah. So nice. mentally okay. still three, but physically he's 18. And for me, fucking just, you know, apply for those government grants, get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I'm done with you. So you guys just released an album called You Just Can't Have One. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, uh, I, I have to tell you, I don't know if you heard the story because I, I mentioned it on on the Fumpcast and on my other podcast, The Insider. But um, I backed your Kickstarter. You guys sent the download links. And I'm looking at the track list, and it says, Get Out of My Head and Into My Southwest Flavor featuring Devo Spice. And I was like, <laughs> huh? When did we do that? What? What? You know, I could not remember this song. Like, I, I didn't remember talking about it. I didn't remember writing it. I didn't remember recording it. <laughs> Nothing. Incredible. And so I started listening to it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, the music sounds familiar. I'm like, and then my verse comes on, and I'm like, 
that's definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember these words at all. I feel like that's the perfect encapsulation of that song's concept. Like being old, <laughs> being in pain, not remembering anything. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Like the, the dementia has kicked in and I, I, I'm apparently forgetting everything that's now. So. I do not blame you for looking at the title, you know, get out of my head and into my Southwest flavor and going, what the fuck is this again? I do not remember this in the least. Uh, but yeah, you're yeah. Because definitely... I don't think you ever told me when we were when we were doing the song, like because it had a working title that was actually relevant to the topic yeah. of the song. Yeah, it, you can't just reveal our secrets like that. no, I know, but <laughs> but it was so. I don't think you ever actually told me what the final title was going to be. So when so that completely threw me when I got sure. when I got the title and I was like, ah, whoops, our I, bad. I don't think we've ever told anyone the actual titles <laughs> yeah, until the album comes true. out, be, except Ian. Well, and Lex, because Lex uh, tailored her verse to the title rather than the mm -hmm. content of the song, which made us tailor the last chorus of that song to Lex's verse. It was a fun little uh, kind of confluence that we've never done before. Thus making it, yeah, it's like probably like the second closest title relating to a song yeah. concept. Yeah. So, so that would be Ass Blasted by a Monster Hand? Yes, which is a song about like, let's write a horror movie. It'll be fun to like do our, our own horror movie. And then Lex was like, listen, I had no ideas, but I did look at the title. And so I wrote about having sex with various monsters. And I was like, <laughs> fuck okay that rules so let's just kind of run with that for the final verse which is like mm -hmm. hey you have the final ver chorus or final chorus which is basically just like oh lex you have a better idea for the song than we do yeah so now we're changing the the whole topic of the song like, to your thing like we completely change it like the chorus goes like wait a sec horror sex thank you for the pivot lex yeah yeah it's very good um but yeah it was a fun this i had kind of the same experience that you did diva with like Cause like we wrote some of these songs in like late 2019 or like mm. mid 2019 and then coming back to them and recording them in like early 2022, late 2021 mm. was like, I don't remember writing this beat or these lyrics. And this is, so it's kind of fun for me. It felt like an undiscovered, like 2d6 demo that I found on a laptop <laughs> somewhere, but no, it's just two years ago. So yeah, I had, I had that happen with FOM. I did FOM a couple of years ago and I was, you know, I was just writing, uh, tried to write a song every other day. And I had all these ideas I was trying to get done and stuff. And then like six or eight months later, I was like, oh, yeah, I had that other idea. I never I never did write that. I should probably write that. I like the idea. And I went and looked. I was like, I think I wrote down some ideas. And I looked and nope, I wrote the whole th whole song. The whole <laughs> song's done. I, I just didn't oh, remember writing it too. No, I never recorded oh, it. Okay. I just I just wrote it. Sure. So. Wow. Man, you really need to go to a doctor. I probably like, should. This is, at this point, if this is not the first time that you did this, there's something wrong. No, I know my my short term memory does legitimately suck. You can ask my oh. wife about that. We have a um, we we have a three item limit when my wife asks me to do anything for her. <laughs> right. Because if it's more than three items, then by the time the fourth one enters my head, the first one has left. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, go in the kitchen, get this thing, move it over there, bring me this, you know, that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, and once she like starts pushing the limit, I'm like, stop, we're done here. <laughs> we could pick it up when I get back. And then, you know. Now you do have 
memento style tattoos all over your body that are just like milk, eggs, bread. <laughs> Is that correct? I do not, but I, it's probably not a bad idea. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Oh, man. Then you could like put the staples on and then you could carry a pen to the grocery store. And by the time you take a shower, you can wash it off and then it'll be ready for the next time around. Ooh, it's not yeah, bad. I could, I could, I could just. I could just get tattoos of like the lines with the little check boxes and then I could just check them off. Even I, I, better. A grocery list you'll never lose. Well, hopefully. If you do something again, you should see a doctor. <laughs> so. But uh yeah, we're 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 really proud of this album. It uh weirdly, I think as we were recording it, we were like, ah, this is this is an album out of all the albums, this is one of them. And then when it was done, we were like, actually we're I kind of love this. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of pleased with how it turned out and everything yeah very so, much so it yeah. was just it was surprising so much to us like just as we're recording it like that was really good yeah like, when did that happen yeah we kind of just wanted an album that was like it's been three years like let's at least put out something that's kind of a return to form uh, mm -hmm. but turned out to be something that we're proud of which is great <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah so, so where can people go to get this album uh, 2d6music.bandcamp.com and also look for 2d6 on your favorite streaming platform yeah getting all sultry both work <laughs> yes i'm wait i'm I, let me i'm gonna switch back i'm gonna i'm gonna pin you for a second on my screen so that okay. it's you because i i just realized not only can i see the backs of you in the mirror i think i can see me Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even there. think about that. Can you see yeah. it? Wait, here, move to the side clip. Yep, there, there I am. Hi. <laughs> this so, is my my wife's workout area. I'm this wondering how far how far into infinity we can go here. Oh, shit. Yeah, if you had a microscope. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Well, well thank, thank you. you for joining us. And yeah, uh, best of luck with the with the commentary on the on the track. I did that myself on my last album. It was it was work. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's yeah, fun. It I'm sure it's it's work to do alone when you have no one to talk to. Yeah, but we just talk about garbage the whole mm -hmm. time. So yeah. if you've ever listened to "It's All Been Done," a Bare Naked Ladies podcast, then you would know that that kind of approach to Bare Naked Ladies is the approach we're taking to this commentary. <laughs> There you go. A, a plug for my horrible podcast in the middle of all this. So thank you, Tom, for having us on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Devo. Thank you for coming on. All right. And uh, best of luck with the album. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This is The Fump. That's the funny music project yeah. at thefump.com. C H E F U M P.com. Go tampon, flex your plankton, lick bo burnum, Costco phantom. Pants with pants on, sexual Reagan, panko man bun, let's go, Brandon. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. 
In the news, uh, John Bermuda Schwartz's new Weird Al picture book, Lights, Camera, Accordion, is now available for pre-order. Uh, the regular edition is $35 and will ship on November 15th. Lights, Camera, Accordion presents over 300 images of Al culled from John's personal collection of color photography, all restored from the original negatives. This exhaustive volume represents the 25 years that Al shot John on 35mm color film from 1981 to 2006 before switching to digital photography. John additionally provides previously unheard stories and anecdotes throughout. There was also a limited edition box set available. Only 350 are being made. Which comes in a book. Hand, the book is hand signed by Bermuda. It comes in a hard case with a Hawaiian shirt design, and a bunch of swag is included, such as nine by twelve prints, old playlists, a bookmark with stills from the Bob video, and stuff like that. You can order both versions at 1984publishing.com. I ordered the limited edition version. I did too. To match my limited edition version of uh, uh, black, white, and weird. I have the regular edition of that one, but I wanted the limited edition of this one. I think the I think the limited edition sold out before I got to it for the other one. Mm. Lauren Mayer is going to have a tenth anniversary show at the end of August. She says, I will have posted a new topical comedy song every week for 10 years, which is either impressive or weird or both. And either way, I'm proud of it, and I couldn't have done it without your support. Your emails and kind comments have kept me going all those weeks. I'm truly grateful to you all. To thank you and to celebrate, I'm throwing an anniversary party this month, including special online shows, extra songs, and more. Most of this will continue to be available to everyone. And anyone who is already part or who joins my Patreon will get additional exclusive content, including a, pri a private Zoom show and thank you gifts for as little as $2 a month. Go to laurenmayer.com for additional information. Her YouTube channel is youtube.com slash psychosupermom. A song a week for 10 years. Can you imagine that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and video. Jonathan Colton could only imagine. Yeah. And video. And video. That is that is impressive. Mm. Uh, Mark Gunn has a new Kickstarter for his new album, Come Adventure With Me. As he says, Come Adventure With Me celebrates Celtic music through pop culture. You'll get an album fusing traditional music with a healthy dose of original songs inspired by Firefly, Doctor Who, Marvel Comics, Hobbits, Dungeons and & Dragons, and Celtic culture. He is looking to raise $5,000. At the time of me updating the script, he was at $39.34. Let me just get a quick update. and I forgot to link to it, so I gotta find it. So... <laughs> Live Googling! Live Kickstartering! Not only is my computer slow, but my internet is apparently slow. It's so. not like you're using it to cast something or anything. <laughs> right? In, I'm casting on two different platforms at the same time, too. Can't imagine why your internet might be slow. <laughs> uh, Mark Gunn, come adventure with me, is now at $4,797. That's 95% funded. He wow. has 37 days left to go. <laughs> I think so, he'll make it. I think he'll make it. Unless something catastrophic happens between now and next month. Knocking on all of the wood. Yes. He can knock on the wood from his harp. Uh, the auto harp. That's what it's called. Yes. I almost said harpsichord. That's not how you play a harpsichord. No, it isn't. Um, all right. 
couple of quickies here. Carla Albrecht has a new manager, a man by the name of Charlie Stewart of Handshake Management. As she says in her announcement, it's wonderful to have a sounding board for the zillions directions I want to pursue. And he does not have the carnival huckster background. Just 30 years in the music biz, helping artists like Dave Carter become household names. So congratulations, Carla. And also congratulations to Marie Cecile Anderson of Reformed Whores, who booked a national slash worldwide commercial. Um, there are no details yet because everyone involved is NDA'd, but um, of keep, course. keep on the lookout. You might you might see one of the reformed whores on your television on a commercial. I'm dying to know what it is. <laughs> Me too. I, I, I saw her announcement about that, and that's, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so big congratulations, Murray. All right, Ian, anything else before tour dates? Yes, uh, one more thing about Weird Al. Just announced earlier today, Weird, Al, Weird the Al Yankovic story will world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival on opening night, September 8th. That's opening night of the festival, not opening night of the movie. Uh, so that is going to be on the big screen in front of an audience for one night only at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 8th. For those of you who weren't aware, it is a movie being put out by the Roku channel, which means it is only going to be on the Roku channel when it premieres on November 4th. However, they are doing a one-night screening with an audience September 8th at the Toronto International Film Festival. And that was just announced today. Cool. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I didn't. I hadn't heard that. Thank you. So, yes, I will not be at the Toronto Film Festival to see that, but I do have several Rokus in the house, so I'm sure I can watch it when it comes out. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have a Roku, you can still watch the Roku channel, I'm told. You can go to, you know, therokuchannel.com or something like that and just watch it on your laptop or, you know, use the web browser on your PS4 to watch it on your TV or whatever. Yes, um, I'm sure there's multiple you know, there are, ways. I don't think it's a subscription service. I think it's just it's a free channel. It's not a subscription channel. service. Yeah. The Roku channel is free. Yeah. Um, I think you can get it on a Fire Stick as well. Um, and uh, I think some Samsung smart TVs allow you to download the Roku channel. We'll have to check for our smart TV um, because I, I don't want to miss this. And also, I hope it gets put out on Blu-ray considering everything that's going on with Warner Brothers and HBO Max and suddenly removing shows and movies from that physical media god damn it yeah really yeah yeah let's hope for a blu-ray release yes all right tour dates on sundays in nashville tennessee steve goody hosting at the bluebird on thursdays online phil johnson and roadside attraction on thursdays on thursdays online steve goody and brad tassel uh, the eight, uh, the I'm sorry, the fourth through the seventh in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mark Gunn and Mikey Mason, I believe that's Gen Con. The fifth through that's the th- yes, the fifth through the thirteenth in Edinburgh in the UK. Steve Goody and Brad Tassel. They He's so excited now. for that. <laughs> yeah, I've already seen a post of from Steve uh, over in the UK. They are they are excited. He's, like he's finally playing Fringe Festival, and he's <laughs> thrilled to pieces. I forgot to mention something. I'll wait till after tour dates. Okay. Uh, on the 6th in Santa Cruz, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Woo! On the 7th in Chesterson, Indiana, Captain Ambivalent. On the 8th in Novato, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Novato? No, or <laughs> Novato? Novato? I don't know. No, N-O-V-A-T-O. Novato. 
I thought you were trying to say Nevada. No. N O V A T O. On the 12th, online, Carla Ulbrich. On the 14th, online, Escape from the Secret Lab with the Consortium of Genius. And on the 14th, in Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. All right. One of the things. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say birthdays coming up on the 6th, Jeff Smith of Raymond and Scum. And on the 7th, Brian Gropner, a.k.a. Dark NES of the Gothsicles. So happy birthday, folks. Yeah. Happy birthday, y'all. Uh, one of the things I met, forgot to mention in the What Have You Been Up To is that Steve Goody and I and Kendra Shepard all went to Six Flags together the other day. <laughs> nice. That reminds me. I got to email her. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, so that was that was super fun. Steve Goody loves roller coasters. Does he? Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy roller coasters, but if they go upside down, I, I really can't do them. Uh, he he loves all roller coasters and rode all the roller coasters. Yeah, I, I do whether, too. Whether I'm a, we were I'm a with huge, him or not, <laughs> huge roller coaster fan. And in fact, I might sneak away from WorldCon because I've I have a Six Flags membership pass, so I can get into any of the parks. So I I may sneak away from WorldCon to go to the Six Flags out there because I've never been to that one. When is when is WorldCon again? It's Labor Day weekend. It's the um, September. It's gotcha. like yeah, it's like Thursday through Monday, I believe. Cool. So all right, uh, all right. Second song of the week. Uh, this one actually has a video. Uh, this is but uh, has a video. Unfortunately, doesn't have an interview. But uh, here is "Underwater Level" by Balonium. Helps if I unmute myself. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of video games. 
I uh, I love the end of that song where it's got the sonic drowning music. That's the music that plays in the Sonic the Hedgehog games, the original ones on Genesis, where if you're underwater too long and haven't grabbed an air bubble, there will be a countdown and Sonic will fucking drown. <laughs> yes. The music speeds up the more it counts down and then bloop, and then you just go, ah! And yeah, I always thought it was traumatizing in Mario 64 when Mario drowns because he's like, he like grabs his throat and he's like, oh! Yeah, he like literally like away. jumps out. Yeah, and and like and then like does the death float? Yeah, That's, yeah. That's horrible. It like is. in the original, the original Mario games, he could be underwater for as long as the level was. That was yes. a three-minute long water level. But the water temple in Zelda sixty-four, Ocarina of Time, that that is the motherfucker. That is the bastard of all of them. Yeah, I've never played that. I've never played any of the Zelda games, so. I... Ooh, that's interesting. You should yeah. play them. They're very good. Breath of the Wild is amazing. Yeah, I played about a half an hour of Breath of the Wild, and then I stopped because I <laughs> knew if I didn't stop, I would never stop. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is a fair assessment. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I have things to do. I should stop this now. <laughs> right. <laughs> My kids still play that occasionally. It's you know? a, it's a great game. I I I bought, but yet has still not played the DLC. So I should probably get onto that DLC for that game. Although the sequel was supposed to come out this year, and I think it got pushed back supposedly to next year. We'll see if it actually does that. Mm. Well, yeah. I love games. There's so many games. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> video game songs and talk about games, and I, I love it. Yay! I know, hooray! I, 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 I wish I had more time to play. Like, I bought, um, like, Metroid uh, Dread and the the new Kirby game. I forget what it's called. And I uh, love both of them, and I've played, like, 20 minutes of both of them. I just, I just don't have time. <laughs> Metroid Dread is fantastic. I still haven't beaten it myself. Uh, I haven't bought, I haven't picked up the new Kirby, the... Something Land? Forgotten or, Land. The Forgotten Land, Forgotten yeah. Land. I hear it's great. It's I played it. I actually have never played a Kirby game until recently. About two years ago, when the pandemic was was starting, I decided to start streaming on Twitch, and I would do something called Retro Wednesdays, because mm -hmm. the word NES is in the middle of Wednesday. Nice. And I played the first two Kirby games on that. I never played them before. Um, and I enjoyed them, but I have not played much since then, so... I, I should play more Kirby because I know everybody loves Kirby and it's fun. I, I've considered setting up a Twitch channel to stream, like, Atari games, just for the hell of it. Yeah. You know? Does, is anyone else doing that? Or are they stream anybody streaming Atari games? I'm sure somebody is. I'm sure somebody is. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look and see. But mine would be the actual hardware, no emulation bullshit. <laughs> no, I mean, there are, there are still things that you can, like, there is... Retron put out a thing called Retron 77, which is a an HDMI Atari that you can plug the reg the original cartridges in and just play them on your modern TV. Nice. And you can use that to stream Atari things. And I th I don't think any of the... I don't think Analog makes an Atari system. And I don't think the Polymega has Atari on it. I wonder how that works, converting the signal to HDMI, because if you watch the... Um uh, the postmortem of Pitfall from the guy who programmed it. He t he explains in grueling detail how the Atari works and what they had to do to program that, and it's it's astounding. And like the Atari had no vertical resolution, 
it mm-hmm. was they used the scan lines of the television for the vertical resolution. I don't know how you convert that to HDMI unless you just assume it's like five twelve or whatever the what was it three eighty four. Yeah, I, I, I don't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing is like it's it's so like I know I know some people will have like converters that will convert like the RCA to an HDMI and yeah. it's still but that's for like the eight bit systems yeah. like. The original Atari systems, like, I don't even know how you do that, but that Retron made a system that did it, so... And it's not an emulation system, it's, you know, because the hardware's... The patents are all expired yeah, at this the, point. The patents so. all expired, so they were able to do it, you know, so... <sighs> and it's all 2,600 games, it's not, like, anything higher than that, yeah. too, so... Well, you know, the other two don't count, so... <laughs> Well, uh, 5200 had some decent games on it. Their version of Dig Dug was awesome, but 7800, I don't think anybody gave a shit about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my friend Dave had had both of them, and we never played them. Like we we played a couple of the couple of the games for the for like here and there, and then we were like, we just go back to the 2600. <laughs> yeah. I had the Atari 800, the 400 800, mm. and and can my that that was the thing this system I started on was the 400 800. And that was the one, like, I had, like, a weird version of Pac-Man on that, but I also had, like, basic. <laughs> it, it had, and it was it was the system that you plugged the cartridges in, but it also had a keyboard in it. It was a computer. Yeah, you could have yeah. a keyboard. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Uh, let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Uh, yeah. Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, you're testing my ADD. Eclectic Lee wrote, In this episode, Luke Ski says goodbye, quoting what I wrote for the description for last week. Don't do that, Devo, you nearly gave me a heart attack. I thought Luke was leaving the podcast semi-permanently. <laughs> no, but if you... Now that it's funny because Ian is filling in, so it's yeah. So he was kind of saying goodbye. Not that he won't be back. You know, he's being a very secretive cobweb about it. He, he wants to let you know that things are going to be coming back. To you. I did the thing. Did. I, I did it, yeah. and I, I did forget to mention at the beginning of the episode the title is is secretive cobweb. So there you go. <laughs> um. All right. Alvarant, 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 Alvarant. Alvarant wrote, "In honor of Nichelle Nichols, can you have next week's Spotify playlist be about Star Trek, please? I can absolutely do that, and in fact, I will." So, all right, that's all the feedback we got for this week. I love how everybody leaving feedback has their own theme intro now. Yes, <laughs> Two Sleeps actually sent me his own, so I didn't have to make one. It was great. <laughs> That's convenient. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a joke. Tomorrow's song is by Lauren Mayer. And Tuesday's song is by the Belle Isle Rats. 
And as we mentioned, next week's Spotify playlist topic is Star Trek. And in fact, I queued up a... Um, I th- believe it's supposed to be a serious song, but it's, you know, Nichelle Nichols singing about Uhura. So it's called Uhura's Theme. So that's part of the playlist. So, all right. Um... Who the hell was on this show? 2D6 is at 2D6music.bandcamp.com. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was on this show this week? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know what Bolonium's website is. Uh, let's find out. I would think Bolonium.com, but I have no idea. You would think, but let's find out. Uh, Bolonium. Bolonium. Facebook.com slash Bolonium Band. There you go. So, there you go. All right. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, YouTube.com slash Insaney, and I do a comedy musician reacts every single week where I react to a new or new-to-me comedy song and music video. Uh, this week is a song that I thought was going to be comedy and turns out it wasn't. <laughs> So that's Oops. fun. Uh, by the Stupendium, it's their song about the game Control called Slide Into the Void. Last week's video was on uh, their song Can't Teach This about Two Point Campus, in which they called me out at the end of the video to react to it. So I did. It's handy. Yes. And then next week's, I think I'm doing Jake DeWar's new video. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. And I'm not Luke Ski. He's not. He's really not. I'm Insanian. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefunk.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I'm in Wisconsin. Root-de-doot-de-doo. Jeez! <laughs>